Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Art Friend Show. Here's something cool that you're gonna love to know. Hi, my name is Anamika Hops. It's day 94 in a row going live on the Art Friend Show. And today I'm gonna talk about the three types of value exchange that we commonly experience as artists. I have a little bit of a froggy voice, so bear with me today. And thanks for listening. All right, so often, um, when I'm working with private art mentoring clients, some forms of doubt will come up. We work a lot with confidence and doubt, but the particular um, voice of doubt that says, what's the point of making art? What's the purpose of this? What's the value that this is bringing to the world? And I work with a lot of like really phenomenal sweethearts and who care deeply. And so also tend to worry about um, the resources and, and time involved, especially at the particular stage of art making that people tend to seek me out as a mentor and in classes. It's this really important incubation period between one type of thing, which might be taking a bunch of classes or making work in a certain way and in, in living into this urge to kind of level up, be more visible and really sing a louder song, you know, make a new body of visual work. So in that, a lot of doubt comes up. And so a lot of times I've, I've come back to this concept of the three types of value that our art making creates. And so I'll give you a brief summary since it just came up in one of my private sessions today again. Okay, cool. So the first type of value that our art making creates is self-expression. And the second type of value that our art making creates is connection. The third is money. I'm gonna go a little deeper into each one of those. And before I do, I want to really hold up to the light that every artist is different in like the combination of these three and if you live in one realm only forever, that is perfectly okay. Because these realms have so much value in and of themselves. Let's start with the realm of self-expression. Self-expression means that making your work helps you feel more fully alive, more fully you. Perhaps it clarifies things or you have an urge to create and so you know, you're willing to endure the frustration and the learning curve and the experimenting and the epiphanies and then the doubt and then, you know, all the work involved in creating something. A lot of things are really joyful to create. And, and we all know if you're listening to this show, you probably also walk through the real real around creating. So self-expression in and of itself as an art maker, as an artist, is plenty for life. There are many artists who that is really what their creative practice is about, and that is a-okay. Cool, so the next one is connection. And now, this is where the art gets to meet the world 
and it's about the connection that it creates with others. We work in a whole bunch of different mediums. You know, my, my like, kind of like easy to point to medium is drawing and painting, but I also work in the realm of teaching and like orating and, and ideas. Uh, you know, I, I create a lot of concepts and courses and things. Um, and so a lot of my work creates connection and it, it basically, the way I define this is if it, the thing that's shared with the world touches, moves and inspires somebody else. Notice I didn't say money because money's in its other category over here. Obviously, they're all like in a symbiotic relationship in the best of cases. But art making for the purpose of connection is very valuable. And a lot of artists live here. Maybe they don't even live as much in self-expression. They live here in facilitation, in, uh, in creating works that are really there to converse with others. Um, we paint the intersection in front of my house and that's really about creating community. That's an art happening that's not making anyone any money and it's not about one particular person's self-expression, it's a public art thing. So there's a lot of art that lives there. And then the, the related flow is, you know, in my kind of mappable process, if I create this art object here, which I did, and then I posted it on the internet um, as part of my own self-expression and I did a hundred day uh, painting challenge. And then it went out and it created a connection with the community. And uh, a woman I know uh, in my audience saw it and, and wanted it and it created a lot of meaning for her. So that's the kind of workflow of like one individual art object. It, it was good for me as I made it challenged me and then and then I had the fulfillment of, of releasing it to the world debuting it it created connection and meaning and and something touched moved and inspired another person that in and of itself is enough for many artists so living in realm one with self-expression is plenty living in realm two only and like you know, not really having it be about your own self-expression but having it really be about connection um that's another realm that is perfectly fine to work in and focus on a lot of artists play in both of these, in both of these, right? And that's a real strength. And then if we follow the path of this, for example, one person in particular is like, yo, I want to buy that. So she plunks down, she's making payments on it. It's going to go to her pretty soon. She's almost done paying for it. Um, hot tip, if someone's making payments, don't give them the art until they're done. I've been burned one time and I learned. Okay, so <clears throat> then that travels to the realm of money. So that's where the art is essentially a product or a service that is available for a transactional exchange for a price. And not all art is intended for or appropriate for this category. Related to that, a lot of artists make work that's purely for the money and it's not really like the most self-expressed or even like community or connection based thing. Excuse me, I need some water. Mm. Ah, gonna get this. You can think of the example of, um, you know, I hold the I hold the title of artist really broadly because I'm interested most of all in helping creative people stay in motion and make the thing they're yearning to make and then let the world have it. I think I have a 
a very personal agenda to deal with realm one of self-expression, realm two of letting the world have it. And <clears throat> with a lot of my private clients, we do talk about the realm of money. So I wanted to just dip into that here on this free show to get your wheels turning. Okay. I know someone who works at like a big fancy ad agency. They make amazing commercials that are airing at the Super Bowl that are for, they're very witty. They're very creative. That person was complaining to me that he does not feel self-expressed. And it like, at the end of the day, who cares about deodorant? Like in terms of like what is personally selling or whatever. And so it's really like, it's like a money gig based on the creative practice. Um, other artists, you know, are painter illustrators paint a ton of Santas because they sell really well. Um, those are examples that I'm trying to give of people who are doing something lucrative that doesn't necessarily feel self-expressed or like it's creating a touching, moving, inspiring connection with others. Now, the holy grail to me is to like be in all three, right? Where, we're, where our practice feels so self-expressive and awesome, actualizing, enlivening, and it creates connection because I'm all about that. And it creates heaps of money. That's amazing, right? Um, so I want you to consider that as as my fellow artist, I'm really interested in hearing from people like what you're doing um, for self-expression, what you're doing for community, what you're doing for money. Because I find over and over again, it kind of boils down to those three things. And it's fascinating to me the way we can all put a life together how those of us who are self-represented and entrepreneurial can put a business together. And there's a whole lot to say about this category, but essentially all the money things boil down to a product or a service. It's like not sexy. It's just business 101, like product or a service. And so if you were to come to me and say, Anamika, do you think I should make stickers or should I make prints? I would say to you, my dear, let's zoom way, way, way out in the realm what is what do you need what is like the value that your art creates are we dealing in the realm of self-expression are we dealing in the realm of connection are we dealing do we need to make some stack of cash right i i hate i we can do that but there's this sense of um just clarifying like what your real real like value that you want and of course all three is great and then from there thinking about what are you willing to do you know, do you, are you willing to do something that feels like a job? Running a business entails a whole bunch of stuff that we don't want to do. I think that's actually one of the IRS like definitions of like it helps, um, is, is you're willing to do all those parts. I'm quoting that from, um, sunlight tax from a workshop I took. I, I would need to check that one out more thoroughly, but essentially that it's not a hobby when you're willing to do all the other things that are involved that aren't necessarily fun. Um, to create, to like create it and sustain it over time. Um, so think about other jobs you've had. Like, do you light up when you're teaching or doing services? Or are you more naturally like a person who really reveres things and you want to make them and it would like thrill you to do wholesale or to do retail or to design and innovate? Are you super savvy about like managing a portfolio of something and you want to like create a whole design portfolio and license it out and do all those deals with companies and like kind of be your own like agent, all that stuff. Um, there's so, so, so many things you can do, but it all boils down to a product or a service. And can you turn that down, my love? Yeah. Okay. I got to go. 
Anyway, that's a tiny, tiny little dip into the concept of the three types of value exchange. My daughter turned up her show. I gotta go. I'd love to have you inside of Art Friends School, where we go deeper into these topics. Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.